Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Take two. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. What the hell happened? I could hear you perfectly fine, and you're like, is it me? Is it you? Is it me? Is it you? It's me. It was you. It's all that water it's... you have in your ears, buddy. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's got more than water. <laughs> I'm on tier 12. I'm on joint 4. I'm on oh. edible 6. It is like six o'clock my central time. <laughs> That's my central time, not CSTs. My central time. And <laughs> it's Matt's. It's MST. Matt's central time. Matt's central time. This is listen. The worth the world doesn't start until I open my eyes. That's right. <laughs> everything everything goes to sleep and it's all peaceful at night. Nobody ever gets killed. Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> oh. Uh, we are uh, day five out here at the lake, and uh, as my son calls it, uh, five more days to go. Thank God. Um, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> he misses his Netflix and his air conditioning. He likes being out here. He likes being in the in the. You know, when we're playing Marco Polo in the lake for four hours a day, he he likes doing that. He likes the fishing. He likes going. You know, we go into town today. We had burgers and dogs and French fries and onion rings and stuff, and we did a little shopping. He likes all of that stuff. But then there's like a little bit of boredom, where like my daughter uh, grabs her book. She's reading. A, she's reading a, a Stephen King book right now, uh, Dreamcatcher. Oh, very good book, dude. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. Been ripping through it like you wouldn't believe. And uh, so she goes and reads that and everybody kind of does their thing. And like my wife and I got on the dock and I drank a dozen beer and she drank a dozen vodka coolers and we had some joints and some edibles. And this is, this is, this was the rhythm. Okay. So we drink a beer and then you go for a swim. And so you swim out about 60, 70 yards, you turn around, you swim all the way back and then you get out and you drink another beer. And then you smoke a joint and then you get back in the water and you swim about 60. And we've been doing that since about one o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> different pace here buddy but today's the day i am glad you are lathered up buddy because i've got on the docket we're going to do a little bit of a dope sheet for the game this weekend with the saints just go through a little bit of history talk about that and i was inspired this morning once again by twitter um and thanks to a bunch of idiotic bear fans stupid Stupid bear fans, unrealistic, full of unnatural hope bear fans. Yes. So we're going to tear them down rapidly, yes. swiftly, slowly, and then tear Quickly. them down again. Yes. From beginning to end. Yes. So this this is going to be the official 
why the bears still suck episode. Like I just, I we yeah. have to go through all of it, including Bruce has got to be in his I, bonnet. Bruce oh, has a bee in his bonnet and the bears put the bee in his bonnet. How do you like that? What do they call that? <laughs> what do they call that when I use all B letter words? Bruce has got to be in his bonnet from the alliteration? bears. Alliteration? Alliteration, yes. Bruce's bee in the bonnet from the bears. That's the all name I of the did, episode right there. And all I had to do was just post, because I posted all the defenses, you know, the ranks based on yeah. PFF. For 2022, not 2021, the current year, yeah. not last fucking year, but we'll talk about yeah. this year. But they had them ranked 31st on PFF. And yeah. all of a sudden, they start, why do you have them at 31? Fuck you. I was like, well, it's not me. It's PFF and USA Today that have you at 31. Yeah, how <laughs> come PFS is, PFF is accurate, accurate when they trash the, the Packers, but they're not accurate when they trash the Bears or Vikings? Yeah, that's all. Dude, and they start going into DVOA and some idiots like, well, we were top 10 in points against. I was like, how are you top 10 in Thursday nights? On Thursday nights between 819 and 821 Eastern time, we are undefeated. (laughs) And I shut him up because I said, how is it that the Packers were 13th in points allowed with 371? You guys had 407 points allowed. So to me, how you were ranked in the top 10, he's like, Oh, I was looking at the wrong thing. I I meant DVOA. Yeah. It's like that was okay, like that dude. guy. That was like that guy with the Rams. It was like you guys have the same record as the Rams. Well, the Packers have four Super Bowls. The Rams have two. I don't understand. Oh well, what I meant was is if you take away the first five Super Bowls. Oh yes, if you imagine stats, if you set up stats in a bracket and you cherry pick out the exact years that you guys were good. Compared to the years that we were bad. Yes, it would look like that. But if you take a look at the long-term ranking standings and NFL stats in which they keep record of since the birth of the NFL, we are better. So I don't know what you're arguing, right? These Bear fans have got this argument. And it's like, listen, I, I understand you have hope and you guys you fight the good fight. Right? Like fight, right? Rage on into the dying of light. Understand though, the dying of the light is like November 15th. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, and go back to the Rams. Like, because the Bears started throwing out the Rams. Well, they won the Super Bowl, so they're better than you. And I was like, so actually, we own the Rams. We're eight and two against them, including in the playoffs since 2003. Shut the fuck up. Like, just stop. any team. That has chosen Sam Bradford as their starter is a loser of a fucking team. Okay, period. Okay, I don't give a shit what they did after or before. You were you were all like Sam Bradford's my guy from here on in. Tainted. <laughs> tainted. Fuck you and your choices after that. That's like that's like saying I'm a great selector in girlfriends. Okay, you should see a couple of the ones in the background. Okay, you don't want me choosing girlfriends. Okay, <laughs> oh, I swear. Oh, all right. Let, Bears fans are terrible, you and you know the start, worst part about Bears. Bears fans. Let's just start with the Bears. Go ahead. Let's just start with the Bears, you, and we'll get to the fucking Saints, which aren't as important. You you feel bad about Bears fans because you know what you you like their franchise and you like the fact that they're storied, and you know what Bear fans are typically pretty good. Like the majority of them, they go, yeah, yeah, you guys are kicking our ass this year, but next year. And we know, too, as Packer fans, yeah, it, it, it could turn quickly, right? And so we keep it fairly civil. 
right? We get on top of each other and, okay, we're up this year. And, you know, there's nothing like getting two guaranteed wins on the schedule every year. Like, thank you, Chicago. But Bears fans have got, like, a respect. And it's that mutual respect that you can get along with them because they're realistic. And then you go over to, like, Vikings fans who in 60 years have never won a championship and they're talking trash. Shut the front door, okay? Enough of this, okay? Like, seriously, you guys are seriously a bunch of mother natures. Like, you've got to figure it the heck out because you're you're, you're – is this a modern fam? Is this a modern family episode? For I'm trying my best. I'm trying not. I'm trying my best to say orders. yes. I'm trying my best to not say the terrible things that I say. Like sometimes my wife just she rolls her eyes and she takes a good big deep breath and she goes like good grief, right? And I get I get it. Some of the stuff that comes out of my mouth. I mean, even seriously, I'm shocked. Okay. <laughs> oh, dude. You know, I, I was known for in rugby for whispering just terrible things into people's ears. And I walk up to them and say, Hey, what's up? Come bubble. And they look at me yeah. like, what the fuck does that mean? And I just, you know, or just random shit that would come out like, what's up taint hair. What the, f- what, is, what, you know? So yeah. 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 yeah those are pretty lame. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, until you've called somebody a come gargling harlot, you really, I haven't really crossed the line just yet. You know what I mean? Oh no, I, I can get worse. I just I can't think of anything because yeah. I'm not angry. I don't I don't and, and I don't want to unleash the beast. Okay. Let me keep the beast in the basement. I it's like Rocky. Remember the movie Rocky? Right? Not Rocky one or two or three or Rocky like Balboa, right? And he says, What are you gonna do in there, Rock? What's going on? He goes, I got a little something in the basement. There's something in the basement, okay? And in my basement, it's one of those Charles Manson, Ted Bundy type somethings. Okay. It 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 will kill your family and eat them all too. Please do not let me unleash what's in the basement. I do have a quick question for you, Bruce, before we move on to the state. Saints. Yep. yep. Okay. So if Donald Trump goes to prison, does that mean all the MAGA guys will be like the Charles Manson followers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. As a Canadian, we want to know. <laughs> like, we already think a lot of them are pretty fucking boop, boop. But, you know, would that, you know, would that solidify it? Like, if he does 100 fucking years, would that, or would they still be like, no, listen, technically, the Orange Cheeto wasn't breaking the law. Well, and they'll deny on it. Truth Social, remember, on Truth Social, no matter what, he'll be tweeting from his jail cell saying how he's not in jail and it's a stunt double that the Democrats created to oh, yeah. make it seem like he's in jail. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like that Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever, right? Oh. Like six months ago, she's going, we have to fund the police. Blue Lives Matter. Now she's yelling out, don't fund the police. No, because they're coming for you. <laughs> Yeah, like the espionage act that Trump created to try to fuck Hillary is the one that's making him take a big old fucking dildo. And this is exactly it. This is karma. Okay. This is karma. And this is what I'm, and this is, and I'm going to touch upon this. Okay. With somebody else. Okay. Genghis Kong. Do you know who Genghis Kong is? Of course. You heard the stories of Genghis Kong? He raided Mongolia and China. He had one of the biggest empires that this world has ever seen, Genghis Kong. Okay. Do you know how he died? 
Syphilis. He choked on a cherry pit. Okay. This is what I'm saying to you people. As big as you are, as high as you climb, the smallest of tiniest little things can take you out, out, out of this game. You need to remain humble because the football gods, the karma gods, the whoever gods, they're listening, right? They're listening. Yeah. And, and it's know, just like part when... of it, you know, like you mentioning that statement is something that, that they threw out with the Bears fans saying, oh, it's because Packer fans are always overhyping their team and super entitled and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I did respond to him. I was like, yeah, I don't like those Packer fans either. Those are fucking idiots, you know? Like, Yeah, not- shut up. <laughs> shut up. Do not wake the football gods to our attention. Exactly. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> like, we're good. We've been good for 36 yeah. plus years. Can we keep it? I like way? it. I actually feel good when at the beginning of the football game – all the broadcasters and journalists pick the other team. Then I'm like, oh, we are for sure winning this game. <laughs> you know, this we are going to blow them the fuck year. out. We are not favored to win the Super Bowl this year. It is the Bucks yeah. and the Rams coming out of the NFC. Good. Yeah. Because you know what? Yeah. It creates a chip. It creates karma yeah. back in our direction again. Because yeah. we've got a lot to work on, man. I'm not saying this team is perfect. There's a lot going on. And we're going to yeah. find out a lot this weekend, man. Go, I mean, we're going yeah. up against New Orleans, and it's been defenses dominating every day. Like, you get flashed of both offenses, but the defenses are just dominating. Of course. It's good. Defense is ready to go. Defense was in – listen, the defense, if it's, if it's worth its weight in gold, the defense was installed by week two. And the guys Absolutely. that don't understand the defense are out. And that's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing. Yeah. So we're going to see Quay Walker. We're going to see Douglas. We're probably, we might even see Amos and Savage, maybe for a series or two. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to mm-hmm. see Jair. We might see Stokes, but again, very, very limited. Right? A couple of plays, five, six plays, something like that. We're not going to see Campbell. We're not going to see Clark. We're not going to see Preston. We're not going to see Gary, right? Like there are guys that they don't need the reps, but there are guys that do need the reps. Yep. They're getting it in practice. That's why we're seeing yeah. first team go against first team in practice yeah. because they're not yeah. going to play in the game. The guys that you're seeing yeah. play a lot of reps on first team during these, these practice scrimmages is because you're getting in the work that you need to. You don't need to turn the lights on to have some fucking glorified, 85th player on the roster trying to make a fucking team take out um, Aaron Rodgers' knees or Aaron yeah. Jones' knees or some well, dude. That's, and that always bothers try me. To fight with Gary, right? I mean, come you on. Ever, you, ever, you ever see those, those, those quote-unquote reporters and quote-unquote report, writers, and they say, Jordan Love stood tall in the pocket. He's wearing a red fucking jersey, you dumb motherfucker, okay? The, the players can't touch him, can't touch his arm, can't do anything. The, all they're told to do is say sack. And he can continue to throw the ball because they want the play to continue to go. So that's bullshit when I hear this. Oh, well, he stood in the pocket. Shut. Shush. 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 The whole idea is, is he doesn't get hurt. The whole idea is, is he gets the playoff. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And look, I love these guys that have never yeah. seen a fucking practice before, but suddenly they have a blue check mark and they've studied this more than I have. And it's like, yeah, so let me let me tell you from experience. 
we have been explained under no and circumstances do you ever touch the guy wearing a red jersey or you will be immediately cut from the field. Exactly. (laughs) So when I hear them say, oh, well, he stood in the pocket tall, it's like no one was allowed to continue. (laughs) Unbelievable. So Right? uh, Now let me talk let let me talk about this. Yeah. Dobbs looks like Devontae Adams. With the same drop issues, right? And it took like people, please don't forget, it took him four years to get rid of he went from twenty nine percent drop issues in his in his rookie year down to four percent by the fourth year. Like now we we can't afford that right now with Dobbs, can we? Like he needs to really fix this because we need him to contribute. But Let's put it all in perspective. Like the dude can be special, but if you can't get rid of the drops, you're not going to be special, bro. Like, eh. you know, and, and we talked about this earlier where guys are going to be coming up now. Wide receivers are going to be coming up and they're going to be emulating Cooper Cup. They're going to be emulating, you know, Devontae Adams. And, and it's not just because Dobbs is a Green Bay Packer. It's because of the style that Dobbs have on his takeoff, his first step. His giddy up. He's got that little skip, right? And 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 he's that triple he's, move. He's, that triple move yeah. he pulled into the oh corner. Oh my god, of the that encounter. was ridiculous. He took that guy's wallet and his underwear before the guy realized that he was going to be left alone in the corner. <laughs> you know, just terrible, just terrible. Those are the worst. I have been beat like that, where somebody makes a double or even a triple move, and I've bit on the first one, and I've just. He, as a DB, you just take a deep breath. Oh, fuck. I hope he drops it. So here's a question <laughs> yeah. for you. Okay, so from experience, here's a question for, for you with a player of Dobbs Caliber, caliber where because I'm drinking as well, where you see yeah. the potential. You see where he's yeah. polished, and he always was a polished route runner. What is yeah. more difficult as a player coming into, like, the next level, whether it's high school to college, college to, right, like where we are right now with Dobbs, What's an easier fix or what's easier to teach? Is it the route running or is it actual having hands? Like if you don't have hands, can you teach someone to have hands? No. So the only thing you can't teach is speed. Period. Speed. Okay. Dobbs has got fairly good speed. He's got like Jordan. Jordy Nelson had speed. Okay. Jordy Nelson wasn't going to race Kylan Hill. But in a game, Jordy Nelson was wide the frick open every time. Yep. Right. Like, it, and it was because of the route running, right? Look at Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams didn't have the best speed in the league, but he didn't have the best get off. He's and he was always open. open. He's consistently yeah. open. That's what I'm Dobbs about has figured out his niche. Now, mm-hmm. here's your professional 12 beers in opinion and ranking about Christian Watson. Okay. Okay. So Dobbs, we can see Dobbs ceiling. We can see it. Okay. This is a number two. That's going to be a really, really good number two, right? Like he's, he's going to give you some deep threats every now and then he's going to give you some slot work. He's going to give you some possession work. This is a great multi tool that we can put in the box for Jordan love. And this is going to, he's going to be fantastic. He's going to be fantastic. Okay. Is he going to be hall of fame? No, but his ceiling is, his name goes on the big ring in Green Bay in Lambeau Field. Okay. He's one of those type of guys. Let's switch over to Christian Christian Watson. Christian Watson, does everybody do you remember the movie Sea Biscuit? Of course. 
Okay. And they talked about how Seabiscuit would lay in the grass and sleep for long periods of hours. Right? Yeah. And he yep. did nothing the way that you're supposed to do. Right? And then when they got Seabiscuit and they got him training and they got him to focus. Seabiscuit, remember, and, and, and they had the, the last race. They were like, oh, there's no way, there's no way he's going to beat, uh, what was it, War Admiral or whatever his name was. There's no way he's going to, the track is too big. And he took off and he destroyed everybody. And he still set a record to this day that hasn't been, I, I think that's like a 70-year-old record. Mm-hmm. Right? That is that has never been touched to this day. Christian Watson is Seabiscuit. Okay? Christian Watson's ceiling is so freaking high we can't see it right now. The problem is, is Christian Watson needs to focus. He's raw. Dobbs is his focus because Dobbs is going to get more attention than Watson. Lazar is going to get more attention than Watson. Okay. Watkins, who, hello, give the guy a good quarterback. And all of a sudden, who's this freaking guy? Right. I'm excited about Sammy Watkins now. I'm like, he's looking like a first round pick all of a sudden. Oh, buddy. When you put it right where he needs it, and that's what my wife says. But when you put it right when he needs it, I mean, he looks he looks fantastic. He looks fantastic out there. He looks like he can tear it the fuck up. So I, I'm I'm actually pretty excited. I'm actually pretty excited because I think Sammy Watkins is going to have a hell of a hooking season. As I'm standing here right now and I'm watching a, an American bald eagle just swoop around me. Right now, probably about fifty feet over my head. Are you this sure is it's incredible. Not a vulture? No, it's it's an American bald eagle. <laughs> I think it's like my, my daughter the other day. That thing, that's a blue jay. Not that right there. Look up into the trees. Thank you, Miss Know It All. Oh, I love it. That's what Dude. kids do, right? Oh. But I'm telling you, Sammy or, or, or Christian Watson, his ceiling is so high we haven't seen it. And he's going to be able to work with Aaron Rodgers and he's going to watch these other guys. And because the group is so young, he's going to hear these other guys talking about the touchdowns and the catches that they had. And he's going to see guys like fucking Torre and Dobbs who shouldn't have made the squad, right? Like when uh, fourth and, and what fourth and seventh round, fourth and sixth fourth round and pick seventh round pick. Yeah, buddy. fourth and seventh round pick shouldn't be fucking fighting for your spot there. Christian Watson, but guess what? They are. And that's what you want because it'll light the fire in Seabiscuit. And suddenly Seabiscuit not only wants to beat this guy, but wants to fucking embarrass this guy. And if we can get that going with Watson, and this is what I think, I think halfway through the season, Watson, it clicks for him. But I think Dobbs is going to have the better season from beginning to end. Well, he's just going to be more consistent. And if he can just handle yeah. those drops, he is going to be a go-to blanket for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. which is all he yeah. wants. He wants to be able to say, if I'm going to throw it, you're going to catch it, right? Like, literally, that it's that simple. It's pitch and catch. But when he sees something, he's going to throw it, and you better do your fucking job. Like, that's yeah. it. And if not, then I'm not going to go back to you, and I'm probably going to sit you on the fucking bench, and I'm going to pick somebody else. And that's it. And they'll yeah. go back to the well with, with Cobb and these older get, veteran guys. But it's it's all there for them to, to take, man. It's all there for them to take. And we're taking think- on the new Orleans saints this weekend, man. So yeah. it's, it's been a good joint practice. There's been some fisticuffs, which you always want to kind of see, you want to see there's a little bit of a fire and 
the competitive nature of it. They, they finish up those joint practices today, right? And this is the first yeah. time since 2015 that we've played the Saints, but it's been the 10th time that we've played them overall. And, you know, Green Bay's won seven of the last nine, so doesn't really matter, right? Like, it, it makes no difference in, in the offseason, like what's going on with domination and those things. But they did kick our ass 38-3 to last year in week one. So even though we're not playing them in regular season again, I think there's going to be a little bit of a chip on there to just kind of show them. Yep. We're fucking here. Cause this, this saints defense is legitimate. Like I, I know that uh, Michael Thomas is a head case. Drew Brees is gone. Um, Sean Payton is gone, but the defense has always been very good with New Orleans. So this is going to be a good test for us this weekend, man, to go up against even their twos and their threes because they have good depth. They have a good defense that we get to go against. So we're going to get to see our depth guys go against theirs, which are matching up obviously pretty well from what we've seen in these last two joint practices, right? So that, that's what I'm going to be curious to see is how our second team offense goes against their second team defense because it's going to be very telling for a lot of these guys – if they're going to be on the team or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think we're still going to be seeing number twos against number twos. Mm-hmm. Maybe a occasional number one in there for a, for a series or a couple of reps. So I think this is more of a 83 down to the 53. Uh, I think Jordan uh, Love will be out there. Maybe we'll see a little Cobb. Maybe we'll see a little Lazar. Maybe well, a series. Matt LaFleur, yeah, Matt LaFleur mentioned, you know, when they asked him flat out if he was going to start any actual starters, they were trying to get him to, like, bait him into the question, right? And he basically said, like, he's not going to say anything about it, but he says, we'll see. But almost alluding, like, yeah, we're going to see some of these starters out here. It's not going to be 33 guys yeah. sitting the second preseason. No, you're, you're not, not going to see Aaron Jones. You might yeah. see Dylan. You might see Dylan a little. Uh, you're not going to see Tunyon. You might see Lazar for a couple of plays. You're not going to see Aaron Rodgers. You're not going to see Campbell. You're not going to see Jair. Right? Like, there's a handful. You're not going to see Kenny Clark. Right. Like, there's probably about 15 guys you ain't going to see. Right. Not going to happen. Exactly. And yeah. those guys, they don't need any reps. They're ready to go. Exactly. And, you know. You don't need Gary out there. No, and we don't want Gary. I don't, I don't want to see Campbell. I don't want to see Gary. I yeah. don't want to see Jair. We already know what we have in our guys. Yeah. Like, I'd like to see Savage get some play time because Savage needs to show this up. This is his year. This is his year. So I, I expect to see not quite a bit, but I do expect to see Savage out there. This is his year. And with uh, guys that are stepping up like John Charles and uh, uh, Davis and there's a handful of guys that are starting to look like they can play that position Mm -hmm. and Savages do a big payday. So if there was ever any time for any motivation, it's right now. Yep. And, and it's a good time, dude, because, you know, the Packers Saints, again, it's a good barometer, man. I mean, we got our asses handed to us, but, you know, we started playing against them 1968 when former Vince Lombardi assistants Phil Brangston and Tom Fears of the Saints met in Milwaukee for the first time, right? The Packers, one year after winning the Super Bowl II, yeah. defeated the second-year Saints as yeah. well. You know, Green Bay and New Orleans are both ranked in the top five in the NFL in regular season wins. Why? Because they're a good franchise, man. Like, that is something that I appreciate about what the Saints are. 
their ownership, the way they handle stuff. I mean, we've had 15 head coaches. They'd have 17. Like, there's a lot of mirroring between us and the Saints, right? Like having a yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback that went for a long time. It's – it is what it is, man. So I'm excited to see it. I always like playing the Saints, and the Saints are always a fun crowd to, to be with as well, man. Like, I, you know, I, I I did get to see the Packers play the Saints a couple years ago, and they can party. I can tell yeah. you that much, buddy. They can party. And any any fan who can sit and party, like the Bills are pretty damn good. The Raiders are pretty fucking fun, but the Saints are up there as well. So I'm looking forward to the, the atmosphere in this game because they travel pretty well. I think it's going to be a really good game, man. Pretty excited to see what we're going to do with these guys this weekend. But I, I hope to see some starters out there just to get a little bit of a sweat and a little bit of a glisten on their bodies. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see a couple. We're, we're not going to see, you know, any of the pro bowlers. That's for sure. We're going to see a couple. But uh, this isn't the game to write home up to uh, mom about. Absolutely not. You know, again, they're not game planning, they're play planning. They're like, I want to see Dobbs do this. I want to see Torre do this. I want to see, you know, that's what they want. The special teams will be game planning, right? They'll be going through their motions. And has it not surprised you a little bit with some of the cuts with these guys, you know, like Daphne so early instead of Sal Canella and these guys that you for pretty sure aren't going to make the team. Why they're cutting these guys early, I'm assuming, is just to kind of give them a chance to try to find, like, with Ramsey, like, another team. And they just knew they weren't going to make the 53. But I find that kind of odd that this year, more than others, they've been kind of cutting these guys that were more bubble players and not lower-end players. And I'm curious to see why they've been doing that, too, right? So that that's something that's been curious about this offseason for me with them. You know, sooner or later, you got to start gambling. And you got to start finding these guys that are sitting on the practice roster, that are sitting on the bubble, that are out there. And maybe they're not as talented, but the hard work, okay, 100% hard work beats 50% talent all day. Okay? Mm -hmm. And if somebody is out there and they are busting their ass, you want to give that guy that spot. Because you know he's going to be out there every single play doing a hundred and fucking ten percent, giving you everything. And even if he misses a couple of plays, he's going to give you a better refund or return on investment ROI. Okay, he's mm-hmm. going to give you a better ROI, and he's going to ultimately be an even better player. Like more of a splash play, like an impact play, as opposed yeah. to just consistently middling along. It's okay. Yeah. You might have missed the tackle, but then you come back the right next the next play, and you fucking tackle the guy for a ten yard loss and make it up, kind of thing. Is what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. On the same page, buddy. I'm telling you, we're always on the same page, brother. Well, you the know what? Page we're... of love. Aww, <laughs> and with that, let's take a break. Okay. Brussels in Belgium. Central Illinois. LA, California. Nova Scotia. Las Vegas, Nevada. Northern Wisconsin. Sweden. Sheffield. We're in Michigan. Louisville, Kentucky. Seattle. Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. Chicago, Illinois. Granger, Indiana. From Melbourne, Australia. Omaha, Nebraska. Cincinnati. From Ohio. Nebraska. San Diego. From Willow Springs, Illinois. California. Nebraska. From Northern Michigan. Austin, Texas. California. LA, California. Turkey. Kansas City. Indianapolis, Indiana. Southern Cali. You are listening to Packers Without Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People move into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to the 
Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on TeePublic, Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. Destiny. This is Yura. Jimmy Cheesebutt. TJ Williams. Doran Stortigan. Shelly. It's Reed. Randy McGray. I'm Peyton. Nebels. It's Mick. Mel. Alex Brown. Matt Stevenson. What's up? Matt Ramage. Andrew Falk. Matt Kuhneman. It's Eric. Bruce Banker. Matt. Matt Fraley. Chris. Chris McLeod. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Luke Sog. Kristen. Kimmy. Coach Juan. Colton Moore. Dave Robbins. Kermit the Frog. Kelly Bruner. Eric. Luke Sog. Jeremy. Jimmy Cheesebutt. Bales of Hay. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. I'll find a What's your name, little girl? What's your name? All right, and we're back. Oh, that's a good break. <laughs> that was a long break. <sighs> Let's get into this. I'm break. on beer 14. <laughs> Let's get into this. What is the biggest excuse that the Bears fans have from last year to this year that they consistently bring up? What do you kind of, what's the first thing that comes to mind that they always bring up from last year to this year? That's going to be. Well, different. I kind of have a question about yeah. Bears fans. And it's, it's kind of bothered me for years and I've never really had a truthful answer. Okay. And maybe, maybe you can help me out. Okay. Maybe you can, maybe you can point me in the right direction. So if you're a Bears fan, Okay. If your mom and dad get divorced, are they still brother and sister? Yes. <laughs> There's just nothing witty that I could fault. That's that was complete wittiness. I did not have to do anything else to that. You like that one? Not too bad for a guy who can barely stand up right now. I let it soak. <laughs> Is it oh. not the fact that they got rid that they now have Ryan Poles and Eberflus, who sounds like a fucking uh, oh. decongestant? You know what? Let's 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 be honest here, okay? Yeah. With the Bears, you guys are two three years away from being able to be contenders, but I think that the Vikings are on their way down, and I think that they're on their way down enough that you guys will actually surpass the Vikings. Your issue is the Lions are on their way up. And I think they're on their way up with a lightning bolt. I think the Bruce's prediction of 10 wins this year is very realistic for the Lions. Very realistic for the Lions. I'm worried for that that's going to come true. And I think this is our year. We do 13 and 4 or 14 and 3 or, you know, and we win our division. And this is Aaron's last hurrah. Yeah. Whether or not well, our defense yeah. takes us to the Super Bowl, we're about to find out. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. And part of the issue with last year to this year and the problem with the Bears is the history of incompetence. 
They are just yeah. like the I mean, they're kind of turning into the lions, but without all the laughing, right? Like yeah. just years and years of fucking up and selling your franchise for quarterbacks and still middling in like you, I love that meme that you send out just, you love being mediocre, right? Like this is the first yeah. time I see the bears actually putting an effort into a full rebuild, but your fucking fans aren't accepting it. Except the yeah. fact that your team is in a fucking full rebuild. Just say it. Yeah. Just say that you're in a fucking full rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Fucking say it. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> Fuck. Because they're not putting any talent around Justin Fields, the guy that they sold the fucking farm for the second time again. It was first yeah. fucking trash Bursky, where they got rid of everything. They didn't fucking have a first round pick since 1993 because they fucking sold yeah. previous picks as well to get a piece of yeah. shit fucking quarterback who can't even get the fucking second job in fucking in Pittsburgh. And then we've got, you know. Jesus Christ, Justin Fields, who's the new fucking coming of Jesus. If you were so bought into it as a new regime with a new coach and a new fucking GM, would you not have spent your two top 50 picks on offensive weapons or something to surround them? No, you went fucking defense. Why? Because you don't fucking trust Justin Fields. Because you're fucking idiots. Because you fucking made a wrong pick. Accept it. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. Jesus, just accept it. Fuck, man. I know. It's so annoying. I know. They oh. don't want to accept it, and that's fine. You can be full of hope, and then we watch as Aaron Rodgers pokes holes in that bubble all fucking year long, and we get two wins straight, and we still own you, and maybe in a couple of years, you guys will have it figured out. Maybe. But I think the Lions is the next competition. I think that uh, following the next year, I think that it'll be a toss-up between the Packers and the Lions with Jordan Love at the helm. We'll have the defense and we'll have the run game, but we won't have that Aaron Rodgers magic. And that's no. what's going to propel us to number one. I agree, man. And here's look straight. Let's just straight from the, from a bears fans mouth. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Nagy baffled the world and enraged local fans by starting Andy Dalton at the beginning of 2021 presumably to give Fields a bit of extra time to prepare for the job of NFL quarterback. Turns no. out Nagy did us all a favor because Fields will never be ready for this job. He's much yeah. better off sitting on the bench where fans yeah. can jerk off to his potential ups upside yes. instead of taking the field and instantly dashing all of those hopes by running around behind the line of scrimmage like a frisky Labrador before throwing the ball out of bounds. Listen, the best the best move that the Bears could have made there with Andy Dalton was to ride Andy Dalton for the year and put Justin Fields on the field uh, on the bench and just go this is Andy Dalton's year we're waiting for Justin Fields to develop. Instead they threw him into the mix and then he had a little bit of success and then he had a lot of fucking terribleness. And that's his issue. Okay? He is 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 he has performed that badly before so his basement has been set and we'll see it again every time we play him this year we need to give these guys confidence going in jordan love looks confident and ready to go oh did he throw two picks yeah he threw two picks in preseason who fucking cares Okay, who cares? Starting. Do we think he's going to throw as, as the least amount of picks as the greatest thrower of the football, Aaron Rodgers? No. No, we don't. Right? We think he's probably going to throw 10 or even 14 picks in a year. But with our defense, it's not going to fucking matter. B. 
because he's not going to have to throw for 400 yards to fucking win the game because we have a running game. He's going to have to throw for 150 yards tops, maybe 200 yards. We're going to see his numbers are going to be something like, like 21 of 28 for a touchdown. Yeah. And we're going to run the ball and we're going to give our running backs 35 to 40 total. Yeah. 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 Of course you are. When you have Aaron Rodgers, then you throw the ball 50 times a game. When you have Jordan Love, you throw the ball 25 times a game when you have to, right? Trent Dilfer. Exactly. Trent Dilfer. Yep. You, okay. You know who – I found a comp, by the way, for, um, for Justin Fields, and this is going to infuriate uh, Bears fans, which is what I want to do. It is a poor man's Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. That's just terrible. That's just terrible. Bears fans, listen. Bears fans, listen. You guys are finally rebuilding, and it's about time that you figured out that you needed to rebuild. When you went back and got Khalil Mack, that's when we realized you needed to rebuild. Okay? You bought something that was the last spark plug, and you got your 2018 NFC Championship, NFC North Championship, pardon me. But you didn't go anywhere in the playoffs because you can't go anywhere in the playoffs with Mitch Trubinsky and whatever the fuck else you're picking on offense. So let's break this down and let's be realistic. Your defense is probably a C, C plus this year. Your offense is at best a B minus, at best B minus. You guys are going to come in third maybe second in the division, but it'll be very close. And the Lions are going to be the ones that you're going to be competing with. I think the Vikings are going to completely self-destruct. And this is the year that they start going, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. Everybody sucks. And this is is their year to to do that. Yep, yep. But they've got one more year of understanding that they're going to be mediocre. Hold on. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Hold on. I can't pause. I can't mute. So... Here's a tribute to Justin Fields. Oh, terrible. 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 People paying for this shit. <laughs> Listen. Aaron Rodgers with three kids from Section 38 that sell popcorn and Pepsis is going to take this team to the NFC North division title period period with a t on the end pop put that in your books that's what's happening this year okay what's going to happen from here on in who knows but you know what we're going to make the playoffs and that's all i hope for every year everybody oh you should win so many super bowls we've won 13 championships we've won four super bowls okay we're in the top five two in our lifetime two in our lifetime We're good, considering that from like 1975 to 1992, we were fucking terrible. Yep. Okay? (laughs) Considering that we had 18 years of terribleness, we're good. Oh, it's all about the Hall of Fame quarterbacks, is it? Or, just like the tweet that you had out, is it because our staff knows how to pick Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Kurt Warner, Ty Detmer, right? Brett Favre, Matt Hasselbeck. I mean, think of all of the names that have come through us. It's history, yeah. man. I mean, that's – Yeah. And, you know, 
the the second thing so we talked history and the fact that it's and that's the thing is i respect the history i enjoy this so good okay new regime new coaches i already proved you wrong that your fucking coaches are not going to fix the problems because it's an organizational issue now they're saying well we've got a new it new team right like oh all of this is coming out i've already said that they have not surrounded this team not surrounded justin fields with talent so here you go accept your tanking just just accept it because right now your exercise and what you guys are doing is subtraction by subtraction Khalil Mack is gone, traded to the Chargers for a handful of picks that will prove unforgettable, just like your second-round safety, Jaquan Brisker, who is nowhere to be seen anywhere. They lost their only good O-lineman in James Daniels. They lost Akeem Hicks, who single-handedly made this defense good last year when he was healthy. Like, I remember when we were going to play them last year, it was like, if Hicks is in, this is going to be tough. If he's out, we fucking kill him. That's what happened. He gone. You know, yeah. and then you watch Eddie Goldman, he's gone, and then he retired. They got rid of the only decent guy, and I'll and I'll give Dave Montgomery some props, but Tariq Cohen, that dude was electric, gone. Yeah, like yeah. he, they let him just walk out the door, and then Allen Robinson went to L.A. Right, because who the fuck wants to play with fucking Justin Fields and throw him the ball? And who yeah. they get? Byron Pringle and Equinemia St. Brown. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> and then, oh, wait, wait, wait. But then they traded for Nikhil Harry, which was like trading for syphilis, dude. Like, I swear to yeah. God, like, what are you getting and even trading to get? Like, he's like the ColecoVision, dude. I think ColecoVision has more value than Nikhil Harry at this point, to be honest with you. Like, what did you add? What did you fucking add this year to make you any better than the fucking terrible dumpster fire that you were last year of a fucking organization nothing yeah i need to breathe right you know what let's talk about something else no i'm not done so (laughs) they keep trying to trade robert quinn roquan smith wants out but the bears refuse to pay him so he's not even gonna fucking play you know what sucks is your fucking ownership you know what you know what kind of sucks? You know what kind of sucks right now? Is Smith would go great with Campbell, but Quay Walker is probably a tenth of the price and his ceiling is higher. Hello? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm done. My, okay. Ugh. Did you hear what I said? No, I didn't. Repeat it, please, sir. Okay. So, uh, Smith out of Chicago would be great to go with Campbell. Fantastic to go with Campbell. But here's the problem, okay? Is Quay Walker looks like his ceiling is higher, and he's like a tenth of the price. Right. Right. So, why would we even look at Smith? I mean, Quay Walker looks even better than Smith, doesn't have the injury issues, and he's making fucking peanuts compared to Smith this year. I know. I know. Our team is so and, young. Like, why are and we Packer fans go, oh, we should, we should get this guy. It's like, for why? 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 So we could pay somebody who's a vet, who has injury issues, 
okay, 10 times the amount that we're paying this young kid who's going to be trying his best to get one of those contracts. That's what you want. Devondre Haven't Campbell we noticed that as soon as they Douglas? sign a big contract, their production goes down? Devondre Campbell? Haven't we noticed that? Razul Douglas? Like the guys that we brought in that were vets that have been kind of bouncing around the league are guys that prove it deal. Look at Preston Smith, dude. Preston Smith came back, took a cut, yep. proved yep. it, got fucking paid. And he's yeah. I don't expect him to go down because he had to earn it. Nothing was given yeah. to him. These guys yeah. are working for it, and that's how they're fucking playing. Stop paying these entitled fucking 36-year-old guys who were really good in 1997 and still have a name. Stop listening to the media with names. It's just like fantasy fucking football. Don't follow the names. Look at the fucking stats. Look what they're fucking doing. Stop bringing in yeah. these guys. Jesus Christ. The Packers don't do that. I love it. I know. Listen, I want to talk about the fantasy football league. Let's do it. We got we got our number twelve, Emily. She's in. Okay. Um, if you are in our fantasy football league, uh, Dan, Colton, Nick, um, holy smokes, everybody else. Okay. <laughs> we're, Send we're, us your email. We need your email. That way we can send you the Sleeper app invitation. Sleeper is an extremely easy to use app. It is drag and paste. It is super easy. If you can use Facebook, you can use the Sleeper app. It's very, very easy to use. I was tentative last year. Bruce was like, oh, no, you're going to love it. Easy peasy. This is super easy. You can quickly, it even, give you, it even gives you updates and it gives you notices. Hey, listen, this guy is injured. You may want to take them off the, like up you to know, the starting minute. list. Up to the minute. None of this like updated yeah. by Field Yates in 1993 on Monday about yeah. what's going on yeah. with the injury. Yeah, That's we like, told you three days oh, three days later we knew he was out. Yeah, no. This is up to the minute, like right before kickoff. As yeah. soon as all of those injury reports come out, it will give you an alert on every player to let you know this dude's not playing. This dude's in. So you can make those last minute changes. I love sleeper dude. So we'll, yeah. we'll take a little bit of time to get all these names together. These handles for the people on Twitter and yeah. I'll create a, a group chat on Twitter just specifically for getting your emails. And then all of that, once that email is out and you're in the league, we'll shut off that, that chat and everything's going to be done through the sleeper app. So make sure and you get yeah. your emails. And then it's all bets are off, baby. This is it. Mano a mano. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah. Once I get you inside that ring, it's going to be one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so funny. Sleep wrap. Here we go. It's super easy. I mean, it's dragon paste. It's dragon paste, right? And as long as we don't see any collusion or anything, there's no vetoes or anything like that. There's been a handful of trades last year that were a little bit suspect, but you know what? It didn't matter in the long run because the one guy that we thought was being taken advantage of actually ended up winning. <laughs> so, right. you know, what do we know? We're going to have some great, great prizes. Uh, I know that we've got um, a scoop of smooth uh, peanut butter, uh, smooth, not chunky because we're classy in a Ziploc bag with yep. some, uh, it's 10, it's 10 Ritz crackers. Some of them are broken. Yep. There's also going to be a, uh, Kojak, uh, private waxing. area shave mm -hmm. waxing. 
And the only way, and the only way that we can fix that is is if Manscape actually decides to sponsor us, so we can throw in a Manscape razor, electric yeah. razor. And there, if not, then you're getting the fucking Kojak wax. And women, women can use Manscape too. Okay, you can use Manscape too. It's okay. Yeah, you just put you, whoa right. in we front of it. We won't tell anyone. You just put whoa in front anyone. of it. It's a whoa Manscape. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa. The whoa was for the size of the bush. Whoa. <laughs> Right. Think about it this way. Okay. If you were born in the seventies, two people rubbed their giant bushes together to make you. Okay. Oh so, and then another the uh, price the people our age, right? Yeah. Right. And then we have a uh, uh, uncomfortable back rub from, from uh, Dave. David. David un- hands. Un- unusually wet hands. Yes. Okay. Clammy so hands. You're, you're probably going to want to bring a towel. Yep. He licks his palms. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, what else do we have? Yeah, the 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 poor the poor shaving the the terrible shave from a rusty razor because oh yeah right you're gonna give them their <laughs> I'm gonna give my used fucking electric it's razor terrible why would any... you want to be in this league it's more of like a punishment like what did I do to deserve to be in this league listen this what is are we what adding this week you. what do you, what else are you gonna give them this week so that was last week what are no, we here we go this week? here we go I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you, okay? So I'm going to get Dave Robinson to personalize one of his books from for you. He's going to sign it in there with his name on it, okay? The second thing I'm going to get for you is a game jersey, Dave Robinson game jersey. That's what we're going to be giving away to the number one. So you get the peanut butter. You get the Ritz crackers. You get the, the Kojak shave, right? You get the uncomfortable massages. And... And you know all, all the other <laughs> terrible stuff. <laughs> and and then we're going to make sure that you walk out with a book and a Dave Robinson jersey. How about yeah. that? And I'm going to throw in because we're about to release our line of new T-shirts, including some awesome ones with the logo, with some different looks on it. Um, some of Matt, and myself, and some different caricature things. But we've got some other things coming on. I'm going to throw in two T-shirts of your choice, of your size, into this little pouch. Into this little man, that's like a retail value of total of like almost sixty bucks. You know what? If they gave us five (laughs) dollars a month, we would actually be able to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. You should talk about that, Patreon. Yeah. Hey, Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders. Just give us a buck. Give us five bucks. The more you give us, all we're going to do is just put it into this this kit. We're just going to spend the money on you. That's all we're doing. We don't want this money for us yet. We want this for you guys to enjoy the show. So. Whatever you give us is going to go straight into investing into the pod, investing into you guys. Sounds good to me, man. Don't forget, if you've got any questions for us for Mailbag Monday, you can send them to us at PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. That's all one word, PackersWithoutBorders at Outlook.com. You can find us on our Twitter, on uh, DM us at Borders Packers. You can find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders, or YouTube, Packers Without Borders. And don't forget about audible.com backslash Packers Without Borders trial. You've got to try it out, baby. Yep. I mean, you know, and I'll just leave you guys all with this. Five years from now, the Bears will be playing in the suburbs in a stadium that I'm certain will end up looking worse than the current amalgamation of a second-tier college stadium and a Boston album cover. There you go. There you go, baby. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Bears still suck. Let me give you this. Peace. Go back. Go.
This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. 